In this episode of Advisor Revelations, owner of Highway Financial Networks, Brian Erickson, shares how he finds hidden solutions that provide flexibility to clients' portfolios and increase AUM, and why integrating data into portfolio management software is key to his firm's success. I want to welcome Brian Erickson, president from Highway Financial here. He's going to be on the line with us. Brian, greatly appreciate you um, jumping on. It's great to be here, Kyle. Well, before we uh, jump right into it, uh, I think it'd be helpful if you kind of let our listeners know who you are, a little bit about your background, what got you into the uh, industry here, and um, yeah, kind of how it's evolved since you started. So I got started in this industry in 1987, just encouraged by my father to pursue this career. Started out with an insurance license and then a securities license shortly after that. And I've been working through various broker dealers over the years and then ultimately opened and managed the Merrill Lynch office and then left that after a few years to start a registered investment advisory firm, which is Highway Financial Networks in 2001. That's great. Yeah, no, it's it's always interesting to to hear, you know, kind of what you know motivated people and um, to, to get into the industry, right? Because I, I know me personally, I didn't uh, wake up one day and you know in, in elementary school and say I want to you know get into the financial services industry, right? It's not that interesting. So it's uh, exactly it's always good to, good to know. So appreciate that. So I, I guess kind of jumping into you know the the relationship with DPL. Um, heck, now you've, you've been a member for almost two years at this point. So what has the partnership done for you and how has it evolved over time? Having been in the industry for a while, I've been very interested in fee-based products. Um, insurance, the insurance industry has been slow to enter that world. And what I found in, in just looking for fee-based solutions is that there are very few companies that cater to the RIA market. And when I heard about DPL, and that's your specialty is building uh, capacity for insurance products. So meeting with insurance carriers, developing products, and then turning those into opportunities for investment advisors was really intriguing to me because, you know, you fill a gap that really is unique in the industry and you end up saving a lot of time on due diligence from my perspective and looking for one product and two carriers that have a great relationship with technology firms that we work with and you guys have just done a great job of vetting that and actually creating some pretty remarkable solutions for clients and advisors. It's you know unique in the sense that um, no, no matter what side of the table you're on, right? As far as you know, independent broker dealer space, wirehouse, and now the the RA side. Well, you know th- these products serve a need, and, and they certainly have a fit in in many client situations. So we're happy to be that partner for you to bridge that gap and ultimately offer those to your clients. One thing specifically, Brian, kind of going back to some new solutions that we have available, um, you started to adopt for clients specifically that, you know, maybe we're sitting in cash, had CDs coming due. Ultimately, it was a cash alternative. We know where rates are at right now, earning point zero nothing sitting in a checking account. Can you talk a little bit about those strategies and, you know, how one, they've benefited clients and then two, um, how it's been able for, for you as a firm to bring AUM? Or bring an AUM. Sure. Well, you know, clients have money in lots of different places. Obviously, there's portfolios that are managed in equities and bonds, and then there's cash at the bank and annuities. And what we've found is for well, many of our clients, the contracts for annuities were just too long for their time periods. And so they would be interested in the higher yield compared to the CD, but they didn't really want to commit to that contract, which is understandable. The carriers that we have through you. There are truly no fee, um, no surrender charge contracts. And so 
when I say no fee, no fee that the insurance company is is charging for the general annuity contract for um, index annuity, and and so we just have our fee, and that gives the, the client just the ability to have greater liquidity if they need to get to the funds. But uh, the higher yields um, are very attractive for clients who are sitting in in low interest rate CDs or money markets or seeds or savings accounts that are paying virtually zero right now. Yeah, absolutely, Brian. And, and you brought up a, a really good point with the difference in products, right, from the commissionable side to now the, the fee base, because you are able to strip out a lot of the distribution fees within the annuity. How has that conversation changed with clients before when an annuity solution was presented? Well, you also had to talk about the surrender schedule. You also had to talk about the internal fees. Now that a lot of that's stripped out, have clients been more receptive to the conversation of annuities? Absolutely. And I think one of the benefits, in addition to just not having a surrender charge, because there's no commission that's being paid, the crediting method to the client is much more attractive. So in apples to apples comparison of an index annuity with a surrender charge to an index annuity without a surrender charge is much better results for the client. The caps are higher, the participatory rates we've noticed are higher. So it's been very encouraging to see the work that DPL has done to identify ways to work with these insurance companies and, and build a better product. Yeah, and then to touch on that, as far as you know, DPL um, working with insurance carriers and then staying up to speed on on opportunities, whether it be with new clients or existing clients with annuities. And I know there's been a couple of situations where clients that do have existing annuity contracts that have actually benefited from positive market value adjustment, which is something that many people may not be aware of. That's actually a part of the, their current contract. That given where rates are at right now, there could be a huge opportunity to take advantage of, again, some of those positive market value adjustments within current existing annuities. So could you touch on that a little bit? Absolutely. A little over a year ago, we began to transfer assets from contracts that were out of surrender that had lower crediting methods on an index annuity, for example, than what we could find through products that you had with carriers that you work with. So we transferred several clients to a contract with one of your carriers with no surrender. And it was a good move. Interest rates since last year have dropped. And believe it or not, they're low and they got lower. And so um, as a result, these contracts had a market value adjustment, which I was a little hesitant because, you know, in the past, market value adjustments typically are difficult to explain to clients. But we thought, well, you know, it's it's as close to a bond as you're going to get and interest rates are probably going to stay steady. And that's what we thought. And so as it turned out, rates dropped. So in less than a year, we were able to capture for the contracts we had with that carrier, 10% market value increase. So the adjustment was 10% in less than a year on a fixed index annuity, which is remarkable. So the only way to capture that, however, was to transfer it to another company, another carrier, which is what we ended up doing. We just met with a client. She was ecstatic. She's one of our most conservative clients. Majority of her assets are in annuities. And she loves the fact that she was able to capture a 10% increase on a on a fixed annuity. No doubt. And, and it, it comes, really just comes down to flexibility. Advisors should should be on the lookout for in situations where if a client was sold, um, you know, maybe an older index annuity and it's still in surrender. Well, there could be an opportunity that a positive market value adjustment could outweigh that. So it's, it's an opportunity for clients to take advantage of that. And then now on the RIA side, when you stripped out a lot of the surrender charges, well, you have a liquid product. It gives you more flexibility at any time to take advantage of 
um, features like like a positive market value adjustment. So I appreciate that, Brian. That's good information. Well, and, that's, and that's the beauty, I think, of being an advisor representing insurance products versus an agent representing insurance with commission-based products. Um, not that those products are necessarily bad. They're, they're many of them are great products. But you just don't have the flexibility to say to a client, hey, you know what? You've got a huge increase in your market value adjustment. Let's go ahead and transfer because there's no surrender charge to this other carrier. And it's literally like moving out of one asset class to another, even though it's the same asset class. But if, if there's a downturn in the market and you want to capture a gain or a, or a loss and, and take advantage of, of uh you know, with typical portfolio, you just do that or what's in the interest of your client. Just touching back on, on market value adjustment and, and throwing that back into the category of, you know, at the end of the day, annuities can be confusing, right? I mean, there, there's so many different features and benefits within a lot of different contracts. So um, a lot of firms, a lot of advisors may, may not, um, one, understand how they work. And, and two, it, it's, they may not have access to the information of, right, because they can't call the carrier. They, they can't learn about that specific product. So how has being able to lean on DPL helped you with existing clients, understanding their annuities, and then also new products that you implement within your business? That's a great question. And that's actually one of the things we really value about DPL is you, when we meet with a client who has an annuity uh, that we may not be as familiar with where it has riders and, and benefits and features to it that we're unaware of how those actually work and what's the value of those are, we can send that um, contract to you. You guys do the research on it, you do the comparison, and you look at, is it best to keep this product for or this contract for the client, or is it better to to move it? And, it? and then you get the pros and cons for both. And it's just really helpful because, again, our goal as an advisor is to give great advice. And you know, sometimes when you're just looking at a product, it looks like it might be good, but there might be some features that are just never going to be utilized by the client, and those are the things that they're paying for that um, are are really diminishing their returns. So moving to another product may actually be in their best interest. On the other hand, if they plan to use those benefits, those riders, then it might be better to keep the product where it is, and you guys are just great at providing that that uh, analysis for us. That's right. It, it comes down to um, what we're sitting on on the same side of the table as you. What what, what is in the best interest of the client? Um, and, and you're exactly right. That there are there's a lot of opportunities out there with existing annuities to give them um, better outcomes, better solutions on on the fee based side. But there's also features and benefits that they may have within their existing contract that they may not know, and something that they, that they could take advantage of if it doesn't make sense to um, you know move to a fee-based capacity. So the, the last thing I want to touch on too is you think about insurance companies and RIAs and, you know, technology is important and it, there's, it's always been slow moving on that side. So can you touch on a little bit from starting out with an insurance background to now being on the fee-only side? How have you seen insurance companies start to bridge that gap from a technology standpoint and ultimately getting data and values over to portfolio management software that you're using? Oh, that has been a a, uh, a a challenge, to be honest with you. So insurance carriers, again, have great product, um, but they're built on legacy systems. These insurance companies have been around a lot of them for 100 years, so legacy systems, uh, I guess, are, are, are truly legacies. So you know, they do their best on product, um, but the innovative RIA side of the business is, is technology-intensive. So we want to make sure we have data that's migrating from 
our custodians, which the the insurance carrier becomes a custodian for a client so we can get the data into our portfolio accounting system. And again, DPL has just done an amazing job of, of vetting that process. So the you know, first question I ask, if any product that you recommend to us is, can I get that information into our portfolio accounting system? And, and the answer is yes, almost every time. So so then the the um, the challenge then is is just making sure all those systems are are set up. And each carrier uh, does have a different level of sophistication, but uh, having DPL help with that process has been really help, really valuable to us. Um, right now, the most recent carrier that we started utilizing with you has has invested heavily compared to other firms in. Um, in technology and it shows. So I think that's going to be the trend. I, I do believe that the insurance marketplace has, has identified that in, you know the real assets are in the investment advisor's um, control. And so if they want to have larger annuity contracts and have um, truly, you know, advice-based um, uh, clients or, and relationships with advisors, they're going to need to continue to invest in that area and 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 it's we're seeing the evidence of that and i i would say that's in large part due to what what you guys at dpl have done to really encourage companies to invest in this in this uh, movement of ras embracing the insurance products absolutely For, from a client standpoint we know these products are important but from, from a firm standpoint as well it, it, it's also important for you know ease of business right we want to make sure that that's as seamless as possible, and, and that's always um, at the top of, of our priority list as well. So I'm, I'm glad that you've been able to speak on what it looked like on the other side, right, and, and then how you've seen that evolve over time now being um, as an RIA. So I do appreciate it, Brian. Again, thank you very much for, one, being on the, the podcast, and, and two, being a great partner for us. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you're using the products, the solutions we have available on our platform for all the right reasons. And I'm looking forward to uh, one the rest of the year and then to uh, the future here. So again, thank you very much, Brian. Well, thank you. We look forward to a mutually profitable relationship as well. And I appreciate the work that you've done at DPL and, and will continue to do, I'm sure. Thanks for listening. You can hear more advisor revelations at dplfp.com.